on Europe editor Phil Colclough, Mission Eurovision's Anna Ferguson, Eurovision broadcaster Lisa Jane Lewis, OK UK president Alastair Rendell, All Out Eurovision. I got my driver's license last week, just like we always talked about, cause you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house, but today I drove through the suburbs, crying Cause you weren't around And you're probably with that blonde girl Who always made me doubt She's so much older than me She's everything I'm insecure about Yet yeah, today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone else?
2019's public vote winners Kano for Norway and their version of Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. Brand new music getting us underway on this week's All Out Eurovision. I'm David Murphy. Thanks ever so much for joining us as we continue to preview the 2021 contest. It's Yugo week. That means plenty of Yugoslav countries and a couple of countries that have plenty of Yugoslav diaspora in them. Uh, Let's find out exactly who's on the way with JP. Representing Albania. Angela Peristeri and Kama. Vincent Bueno and Eamon. Representing Croatia, Albina and TikTok. Brazil and here I stand. Representing Serbia, Hurricane and Loco Loco. Anna Soklic and Eamon. John Steers and to Lunivere. Albania. Where's Albania? 
Eurovision. I'm David Murphy and my panel with me as always, Lisa Jane Lewis, Eurovision broadcaster, Anna Ferguson from Mission Eurovision, Alistair Rendell from Ogay, the official UK fan club, Alistair's the president, and we've got Phil Colclough from On Europe as well. Plus, joining us, Martin Palmer and JP this week. So then, what do the panel make of Albania? This is a song that could be described as typically Albanian at Eurovision. And Shayla certainly gives good face in the preview video and is flaunting her ahem, assets all across the screen at me. But I, like most of Europe, won't be dazzled by her charms or her decoupage. The song is a pretty weak affair which, from the video, seems to be about the battle between good and evil. Either that or Angela is two-faced. It seems to have no hook on which to hang the ethnicity and overplays that card which they've been using so well for many years. I guess on the stage she'll perform this well, it just leaves me cold. Three points. 
Angela Peristeri is the most memorable component of Albania's entry this year. Her beauty and stage presence are without question. It's the song Karma itself that leaves my mind minutes after I hear it, but at least that's an improvement after the revamp, as it used to leave my mind immediately. The staging will have to be incredible to assist Angela's passage to the final, but she alone gets seven points from me. Over the recent years, very strong songs emerged from the Albanian national final. It's called Festival Kangas. And uh, what I like on Albania is that they're every year bringing Albanian music to the contest. You really can identify the song with the country. And though this year I have the feeling it is not such a strong song as in previous editions of Festival Kangas, Albania might struggle this year to qualify for the final of the Eurovision 2021. I'll give it 10 points. Well, this is Albania being Albania. I mean, great if you like that sort of thing, but I just feel there's nothing really distinguishing about it. Um, it's one of those songs that I think in 12 months' time we'll be thinking, oh, remind me, what did Albania send last year? I mean, look, she can undoubtedly sing well, she'll give a powerful performance, but it will be nice to see Albania try something a bit different at some point like they did in 2018 it worked for them then but i'm i'm not sure about this one this for me is five points well albania is one of my favorites for this year it's in my top 10 list i absolutely love it i generally i do love albanian entries especially when it's a woman with a big old big ballad and that's what we've got this year so i am really 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 loving it and i hope it does well first of all i hope it qualifies uh, and if it does i really hope it does well in the final i don't think it's enough to win this year but i think it's enough for a good solid finish from albania for me i'm scoring albania eight points this doesn't do very much for us and uh, we're not massive fans of the Shining-esque ballerinas in the official video either. Uh, given that we're indifferent to it, this will probably be in the top ten come finale night. It's five points. Representing Austria. Amen. I guess. You said that it's time for us to put our love. To rest Dressed in black You left my neighborhood No, I never thought you'd bury me And you No, I never thought we'd die But amen Amen Tell me, is this what you wanted? Just another funeral to you Before me It's the end The marching band Are playing on too soon No, I never thought you'd bury me And you No, I never thought we'd die Amen 
what you wanted. Tell me, is this what you wanted? Amen, amen, yeah. Are you getting what you wanted? Are you getting what you wanted? Amen. You're listening to All Out Eurovision with me, David Murphy. Let's check out what the panel make of this year's entry from Austria. This is Vincent Bueno's vehicle back to the competition, and that vehicle's clearly a hearse. In a contest held in the midst of a pandemic, I'm not entirely sure about a song with the lyrics about death and being burned, albeit in the disguise of him talking about the end of his relationship, is what Europe expect or need right now. But there's something else vaguely troubling about this song, and that's the fact I've heard it somewhere before and I can't for the life of me think where. It builds nicely enough to that predictable big finish that ballads like this always have, and whilst it's certainly not fresh and new and etc, it's safe and predictable, and that could well negate any negative connotations. It will score well with Eurovision's targeted demographic, middle-aged white men. Six points. If nothing else, Amen shows off Vincent Bueno's versatility as an artist after 2020's funk pop Alive. Austria's entry is obviously a personal, emotional journey for Vincent. He tells the story passionately throughout, and it builds to a powerful conclusion. But the question is whether voters are prepared to join him for the three-minute ride. Unfortunately, I think this is going to be a probable non-qualifier this year. Definitely a very strong singer from Austria. Already last year, I did like Vincent's entry to the contest, and it shows also how diverse Vincent can be in terms of singing different musical styles. From the two Amen songs in Eurovision 2021, this is the one I prefer, and I am sure it will find a place in the grand final. 12 points for Austria. Okay, I absolutely love this song. Now, last year he put the non into nondescript, but this year I think it really stands out. Yes, it's a bit corny, the lyrics are a bit awkward, but there's just something about the song that for me ticks all the right boxes. I'm really intrigued to discover what his live vocals are like, because if he gets this right, then in the, the sea of bangers that we have this year, I think this could really stand out. And even if it doesn't, you know what? I love it. This for me is a solid 10 points. I find Austria a little on the... Um, it's a good song. I like it. It's performed well in the uh, music video. I love the story behind it. Um, I think that Vincent Bueno is a really, really talented singer. Um, I think this song is probably a bit more him than his entry last year, although we're not supposed to be comparing the entries for this year to the entries of last year um but yeah for me i like the song um i think it's a borderline qualifier um but for me it's one that i really enjoy listening to so i have got five points for austria in 2021 no vincent this is not what we wanted what a big pile of meh We've allocated this our Lou Break song at no points for Austria. Representing Croatia. Try to fix the broken pieces, now I'm leaving. But you made it loud and clear, I'm not enough. Try to fool me more than once to keep me dreaming. Cause you knew the truth will tear us apart. If you pull me down, then I'll come around and rise up to come show you who I am. I feel far inside, my heart's inside. 
That was Croatia's entry for this year at Eurovision. I'm David Murphy. This is all out Eurovision. Let's see if they like it or loathe it. It's over to the panel. This is the first song that can be described as a banger. The first thing I notice is the song's chorus reminds me of any Identikit Kylie track, and I suspect those facts might well point you in the direction of the people who will quite like this song. It's also a very neat way of making something new sound familiar, which songwriters in this contest do well. The video's very slick, at least for the first two minutes, but in the final minute she sings in Croatian, which is good, and surrounds herself with teddy bears, which is weird. The song then runs out of ideas quite quickly and peters out towards the end as the last 30 seconds are just the chorus repeated in various ways. I think it has some life, but will struggle. Five points. Is this the right time for Croatia to have a banger? Albina deservedly won at Dora 2021 with this commercial radio track, proving that she can perform a standard, video-friendly routine and sing well at the same time. Others of the same genre take note. TikTok is catchy and sticks first time. It just needs to stand out from the rest of the semi-final one bops when it comes to points time. But it's seven points from me. Let's return to the 80s disco era with Albina. One of the things I like at the Eurovision Song Contest is that countries sing in the music style of their country. And over the years we had many great songs from the Balkans. But this year Croatia is failing to do that. So from my side, only six points for Croatia. So when I first heard this, I think I rather dismissed it as a bit of a generic Balkan banger. But actually, it's a really good song. Um, it's got a great hook. Uh, it's musically interesting the way it changes from the verse to the chorus. Um, she can definitely sing it live, as we saw in uh, in the Dora contest. And I'm increasingly putting this down as a as a almost certain qualifier. I'm definitely giving it seven points. Croatia is well up in my top. I always have like, you know, five songs in my top one and Croatia is one of them. I absolutely love this song. I loved the national final this year. Dora was superb. It was one of the best national finals of the season. We didn't have that many national finals to watch. So I guess we were clinging to all the ones that we could get. But really, Dora 2021 was one of the finest and the winner was absolutely fantastic. Um, I completely love this song, TikTok. I really, really hope it does well. Um, and I am awarding Croatia this year 10 points. And I have my fingers crossed for a really, really good finish. Once this gets going, it turns into a mid-range head-nodding bop, which we can get along with. It doesn't really do much for us more other than just get going. So it feels like a bit of a missed opportunity. It had the potential to be really good. Um, a bit worried about how the vocals might play out live, though. So we're going to give this one six points. Representing Macedonia. There are times when I remember that Wish to hug the child about to crack. I'll tell him, wait, you won't be long. Trust your heart and just stay strong. Cause baby, they'll try to break us, not knowing it's what makes us. This is how we found our way Now here I stand There's no pretend 
Jury winners in 2019, but what of this year's effort? North Macedonia there, let's find out what the panel think, here on All Out Eurovision. Now before I launch into this, a word of support for Vasil. No one should have their right to compete in the biggest international vehicle your nation has to showcase itself in, just because some narrow-minded bigots don't like your sexuality or your passport. However, back to the song, and it seems that Vassal's trying to be Elsa from Frozen, because this song could be straight out of Disney, possibly more Mulan the more I think of it. As would be expected, Vassal believes in what he's singing, it's clearly from the heart, but I get the feeling that Lord Lloyd Webber would file this under the songs to be brought out when I've run out of ideas file. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't have a decent hook, it doesn't have a memorable chorus, and all there is, is a great deal of emoting, and a voice that could be used in a better song. Three points. If Eurovision 2021 was a musical, Vassal would be kicking off the show with this I Want song, showing us his motivation and desires for the contest and holding out a hand to help direct us to the end of the extravaganza. He is taking full advantage of the live backing vocals rule with a full choir, an orchestra and so much layering that older fans will absolutely love this. Is Here I Stand powerful enough to get to the final? I'm not sure, but it gets an 8 from me. When comparing Vasil's entry from 2020, this song is a step down to what he offered back then. North Macedonia could struggle in getting into the grand final with that song, although Vasil is a brilliant singer, having heard some of his other productions. Seven points to North Macedonia. Oh, Vasil, I don't want to say anything negative here. Mm-hmm. He's obviously had a, had a tough few weeks with some of the stuff he's had to go through. 
And you know what, the song isn't that bad. So of all the returning acts, this is one though where I definitely preferred his song last year, which I thought was a really underrated song. This year, well, you know you're going to get a lot of passion. Um, you know he's going to perform the heck out of this song. Uh, you can imagine this taking part in musical theatre. Uh, the only problem is that I really don't like musical theatre, but it's okay. Six points. North Macedonia, this is pure musical theatre. Um, which is where Vasil is from. It's his background, it's his passion, it's the music that he loves to sing and perform. So really, I am really, really hoping that this does well. However, I am not seeing enough love for it in the kind of ether of Eurovision fandom. Maybe that will change when we get to Rotterdam. Maybe it'll change when we see it on the stage. Who knows? I absolutely love it. I love Vasil. He's a friend of mine, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, but I am awarding Vasil, North Macedonia, seven points. We're really looking forward to seeing how he performs this one live. It's got some really good goosebump potential. It's very reminiscent of some of the work that Freddie Mercury did with Montserrat Caballé with the, with the backing vocals and the harmonies. And we blooming loved that album. This is eight points for Mission Eurovision for North Macedonia. Representing Serbia. Ушла у меня, хайде, буди логола. 
It's all out Eurovision with me, David Murphy. And don't forget, you can find out more about me on Twitter at David Murphy DJ. Okay, that was the entry for Serbia. Let's hand it over to our panel. This song is nearly excellent. It has a banging great beefy introduction which leads into a regulation banger verse which, despite being in Serbian, is easy on the ear and quite pleasing. All going well so far till you get to the chorus, which is, you know, the important bit of the song and it has the hook in it. It's as though the writers ploughed so much energy into the two verses that the choruses had no time or energy left to be spent on them. They are grotty little appendages to the decent verses and end up detracting me more than they should. It's going to be high energy on stage, but I just think those choruses are going to let it down. Five points. Another solid up-tempo contribution to the Euro clubs around Eurasian, but Loco Loco is not in the same class as Hasta La Vista. Assuming that Sanya does most of the singing and Ivana does most of the dancing, this should make the final purely on the televotes it will get geographically and due to the visuals. A decent addition to Hurricane's back catalogue, but they and Serbia have done far, far better. Only a six from me. A nice pop song from Serbia with some Eurovision connections there. We already saw Sanja Vucic at Eurovision 2016 making it into the grand final and Xenia's father Knes lifted Montenegro into the grand final in 2015 with the great Balkan ballad Adio. Sanja and Xenia are joined by Ivana forming Hurricane, going loco loco with the song and it is difficult to say if there will be a place in the grand final for the girls though when uh, Looking at the, the other songs that are shaping up the semi-final too, it'll be very difficult for them to get into the final. Personally though, I don't mind the song, but I heard better ones. For Serbia, 8 points. It's hard to know what to say about this one. This is this is Hurricane being Hurricane. I think it's a, it's a catchier song than last year. I just have the feeling it's not going to make one of the 10 envelopes opened on semi-final night. It's lively. You know it's going to be visual, it's going to get televotes from certain Balkan corners of Europe, but I'm struggling to see where it might get any large quantities of televotes or jury votes from elsewhere, but still a decent enough number from Serbia, six points. Oh, Serbia, what have you done? I forget who it was who said that this is like they gave the plastics from Mean Girls a song and told them to sing it, because it kind of is that. This, I just find this too much and like I, I love a lot <laughs> but this is just all too much the pouting and the vocal over singing and over performing in the video I hope that they tone this down by the time it gets to the stage because at the moment this is the whatever the opposite of classy is this is this is what this is I am sad to award my beloved Serbia zero points now it's not often that we don't appreciate a key change but this one is all kinds of wrong we we don't like it and can't really explain why the song kind of goes nowhere it does nothing it's a shame as, as we normally like the more upbeat ones four points representing slovenia hey child why you hiding from the light why are you cowering in fright? Don't tell yourself the heavens cast you out And you've fallen from grace 
You'll get beaten and bruised. You'll be scarred into your core, but it's gonna make you who you are when you learn to heal. When you learn to rise again, you can tell the sun, Amen. It's all out Eurovision. I'm David Murphy and our panel are chewing over this year's entries for the contest. Let's see what they make of Slovenia. Slovenia are up against it from the moment this song starts and it's not because of the song. They're drawn second in their semi-final, notoriously the worst place ever to sing in any of the contest constituents' parts. It fails to answer the most basic questions posed of it. Why would the televoter in, say, Portugal pick up the phone and vote for this? Firstly, they wouldn't because they're in the other semi, but secondly, there's nothing that makes you want to pick the phone up for it. It's dull, which means that ironically it has to stand out more than it does. It has to be big and ballsy and this isn't. It does only have to beat six other songs. I can't see it though. Two points. Anna Soklich is a singer who has a voice that excels at jazz, ballads, R&B and gospel when allowed to let rip. And yet a year has gone by and it's only provided her with a gospel song by numbers that has no real crescendo that befits the heavenly aspects of the lyrics. She deserves so much more than Amen, even though the sentiment of the song is one that she strongly identifies with. No final for Slovenia this year, I'm afraid. It's a six from me. Oh, isn't this um, um, 
dull. Oh, such a shame. Slovenia, uh, they're one of my favourite Eurovision countries, and it's a country whose song I always look forward to, but it's just one of those songs that starts ends and doesn't really detour anywhere along the way. Um, it's trying to be something epic with the big gospel choir and the false ending, but it kind of feels like it's a gospel song written by a committee. Uh, I'd have much preferred she stuck to the more Balkan-esque ballad she had last year. Oh well, five points. You know, this song from Slovenia is preachy. I... I have a funny thing with it because I liked it when I first heard it, but the more I've heard it, the more I dislike it. So that could be a good thing. You only need to like it once, vote for it. It doesn't matter if people end up not liking it a year later because you already got the points in. Um, but I just, there's something that just does not connect with me in this song. Um, I think Anna Sokovic is great. She's a talented vocalist. But I just find this song to be a bit, yeah, preachy, I think is the best word I can come up with. Um, it's better than Serbia, so I'm going to chuck one point over in the direction of Slovenia. She's got a great voice, but we don't really like the song. So again, it'll probably do really well. Um, it's got a clappy bit. And we usually like those. So we'll stick around and watch it and mark a square off the bingo grid. We're giving this one three points. Representing Switzerland. Laissez le vent qui frôle Sa main sur mon épaule Le fil de dans ma tête Pas la moindre cachette C'est l'aube qui décline Derrière un champ de ruines Le moment de grandir Ne pas te retenir Je vois derrière nous des morceaux de toi
This is All Out Eurovision. I'm David Murphy, and that was Switzerland's entry in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Let's see what our panel make of it. There are times when you can describe the Eurovision Song Contest as car crash television, but there's never been a song with an actual car crash in it, and yet, here we get John singing most of the video lying on the ground after a car crash looking back at himself. It's a love song, but you never get that from the video talking about two hearts being at the centre of everything and how essentially love can conquer all. It's strong, well written, progresses well and is formulaic in the same way that Arcade is formulaic and this could be another Arcade moment in the contest's history. Its strength is also its weakness though. Will Europe be up for another Arcade clone or will they want something lighter? Who's to say? But what can be said is this is a class piece of songwriting by all concerned. Eight points. Répondez moi gave me chills in 2020. Who could have imagined that Guillaume's tears would have added to that this year? One of the purest voices to ever sing at Eurovision, Tout l'univers is the ultimate foil for this singer to send a message of hope and positivity to all, together with what is likely to be an awe-inspiring experience in May. Switzerland to win? Possibly. They get 12 from this pundit. Many class this as being the possible Eurovision winner 2021. But I'm far from that actually. John Steers is a great singer and also his offering from 2020 was brilliant. But the song just doesn't do it to me this year. I'm giving it five points. So I'll take you back to last year. I know we don't really want to talk about 2020. And my absolute favourite was John Steers' beautiful Répondez-moi. Now, whilst I was delighted that he was announced as the Swiss representative for this year, at the back of my head, a little alarm bell rang, as there's always the worry that when you love a song so much, that the follow-up won't be quite as good. And, if I'm being blunt, I don't like this one quite as much as his song last year, but only insofar as it's gone from being my favourite song in the contest last year to my second favourite this year. His voice is absolutely stunning, it's a powerful song and I really do think this sounds like a potential winner. This for me is a quite outstanding 12 points. Okay, so Switzerland, it's the one everyone's talking about. All the fandom is saying this is Switzerland's to lose, like Switzerland are gonna win, they're gonna win their semi-final, we're gonna be in Geneva next year. I have no connection to this song whatsoever. I think it's just a copy of Duncan Lawrence's Arcade and you never win by copying what won the year before. That's never happened, or at least not in the modern contest. So I, I, I can't see who's gonna vote for this, but there's a lot of people who really, really love it and are calling it as the winner. It is not a winner for me. I just think it's bland and a bit boring and I, I'm not giving it any points. Sorry. It seems like every year there's an attempt to sort of emulate the previous winner. So I think we found this year's Duncan Lawrence wannabe. It, it's musically interesting. And if I was listening to the radio, this came on, I'd probably turn it up. It's not the kind of thing that we look forward to for Eurovision, but um, it's, it's decent enough. We're going to give this one seven points. All Out Eurovision. My thanks, as always, to the panel. Anna Ferguson, Lisa Jane Lewis, Phil Colclough, Alastair Rendell and Martin Palmer and JP joining them this week as well. I've been David Murphy. Next week on All Out Eurovision, our preview of the 2021 contest continues as we embrace Scandi Week. Make sure you're back. Same time, same place for that. I'll leave you with 2006 winners Finland. This is Lordy Hard Rock. Hallelujah. Bye-bye. Oh.
Rock and Soul. 